The Way of Mastery, Book 1, The Way of the Heart, Lesson 10. The way is easy and without effort. Beloved and holy children of light and love divine, as always I come forth to abide with you from that place which we share eternally as the one and only begotten Son of God. I am therefore that mind which whispers to you in each moment of your inspiration. I am indeed that mind that sneaks into your mind in the space between two fearful thoughts and reminds you of the truth that sets you free. Once I was a man, that is, just like you. I once turned my attention and became identified with a unique being that was birthed in time and faded away from time. And I walked upon your plane as all men and women do. But as I walked upon your planet, I began to ponder the meaning of creation, the purpose of my very existence. And while others seemed to be gleefully caught up in, or at least surrendered to the ways of the world, seeking out their momentary distractions, their attempts to gain and control as much wealth as they could, and all of the rest, I would often wander off alone. I would sit beneath the trees beside a flowing stream, to try to unlock the mystery that shows forth itself as the beauty of a flower, to try to see the power that revealed itself as the wind that would dance across the grasses, and to count the sparkling diamonds shimmering across the surface of a lake as the morning sun arose to shine its light upon it. I began to learn to ask of that source, that mystery, Father, one has birthed me, why am I? Where am I? Who am I? My desire increasingly became to know the truth that could set all mankind free. I discovered that unless that freedom became fully manifest in me, it made no sense to talk about it with others. So I sought out the greatest of minds, the best of teachers, and yes, I was blessed by a family structure already dedicated to understanding the mysteries of what they knew as God. They led me to many such teachers. As my own wisdom began to evolve, the teachers would look at me and say to one another, something interesting is occurring here in this son of Joseph. But there were already those who knew more about me than I knew yet about myself. Prophets, Seers, astrologers and the wise ones of many cultures knew already that into the framework of the consensus mind of mankind, which you call collective consciousness, there was to be dropped a pebble into that still clear pool that would create ripples that would begin to change how the consciousness of humankind perceived itself. I did not, know, I did not yet know these things for myself. For my very birth into this world was veiled in mystery for me, just as your birth was veiled in mystery for you, as you took on being human. As I grew, I began to have revealed to me the depth of my silent prayer, in the depth of my silent prayer, and in the depth of my very silent meditation, glimmers, insights, recognitions, and remembrances of other dimensions. I began to develop the ability to be in communication with masters of my lineage who had long since left the planet.
I began to understand that consciousness is not limited to the space and volume of a body at all. As I watched the people in their busy work, I began to see that the vast majority of beings totally confused themselves with the body. They lived as if they dwelt within the body and, therefore, were imprisoned in some strange way. They lived as if what occurred to the body occurred to them. They lived as if they did not know that they could transcend the body at any moment, that they could taste the vast expanse of consciousness, that they could journey to other times and places with little more than a surrendering of attention to the world they had made. At first, I did not understand these things and I perceived myself to be quite odd. Within me, there were conflicts as the fears in my consciousness arose the fears that are part of the human consensus reality. Shall I remain like everyone else? Perhaps I should return to my father's carpentry shop and simply accept that I am destined to just be a carpenter. But there were other voices that spoke to me and called me, that would come often in the night. As I developed my ability to discern these other realities, these other dimensions, by shifting my attention from the world of the body to the world of inner vision. Often they would come in the night and stand beside my bed. I came to know who they were. I came to recognise the masters and teachers of a very ancient lineage of which I was part. They would come and whisper to me, Forget not the purpose for which you are sent forth from the mind of God. For through you there shall be birthed the beginning of an ancient remembrance, and your life shall become that which demonstrates to many the truth that only love is real. The point of all this is simple. I want to convey to you yet again that the life I lived as a man was not unlike your very own. I began veiled in mystery, a child among children a human being struggling to make sense of his world. Yes, there was within me something calling, a longing to know something that the world did not seem to teach. But it is, is it not true that many of you have, have felt the same call, that same longing, to touch what is invisible, to see what cannot be seen, to hear what ears have never heard, to embrace what arms cannot reach? to abide in perfect peace and perfect trust? Beloved friends, understand well. I say to you yet again, I come only as your brother and your friend, one who has walked as you walk, one who has breathed as you breathe, one who has cried as you cry, one who has laughed as you laugh. I am as you are. If there be anything that I can give unto you, it is simply this. As you look upon your life and every event that unfolds within it, every time you feel that you have failed, every time that you become conflicted, every time you are sure that you will never be able to transcend all of these ups and downs and emotional waves that seem to come with living in your world, remember, I have overcome the world. And because I have done it, it is done for you already. Why? Because we share the same infinite field of mind,
that far transcends all levels and dimensions of manifestation. You can tap into what has already occurred. You need only look upon me as your brother and friend and acknowledge that the world has been overcome and then accept the freedom which is the effect of its overcoming as your own. So that you learn to sit in your chair after your five minutes of abiding as Christ in which you say to yourself, Here, I am free. Heaven is now. The past is passed away and I choose anew. This day I commit myself to teaching only love by sharing only loving thoughts. This one day I will look upon each one that comes into my experience and I will first breathe deeply the presence of the Holy Spirit and I will look out through eyes transformed by the simple acknowledgement of the truth. All minds are joined, and I see not a stranger before me, but one who walks as I walk, who feels as I feel, who longs as I long, who is humbled as I am humbled, who prays for peace as I have prayed. Therefore, I will give them what they seek, and in that giving, I receive it. Acknowledge the truth that sets you free. The way is so simple and so easy that the mind of the world overlooks it, thinking that it, can sim it simply cannot be. But that which is simple seems impossible to that which insists on complexity. And a mind that insists on conflict simply cannot accept that there is another way. Yet what waits before you is simply this. In the end of all your struggles, in the end of all your doubts, and in the end of all the moments of your unconscious conforming to the mind of the world, there remains the simple choice to be made. The choice to acknowledge the truth that has already set you free. I and my Father are one. It has been that way forever. It was accomplished in the being of Jeshua ben Joseph, who revealed to me the truth of myself, because he loved me. And if he can do it, I can do it. Even in this moment, I accept my destiny to walk this earth awake and at peace, in mastery, and not in fear. And I begin my ministry now. For who can you seek that can heal you? Who can you discover that can bring some form of magic to you that can overcome your resistance to the truth? Look high and low and you will not find them. Seek forever and you will remain a seeker forever. For the truth is set within your heart and all power under heaven and earth is given unto you. It is that power that changes the momentum of the mind and heals every wounded perception. In the end of all seeking, you must look into the mirror and decide to be the one who heals yourself. You are the one who decides, from infinite freedom, how to use the power of your mind in each moment. 
Therefore, the only question that a seeker of truth really truly needs to ask him or herself is this. Would I know conflict or peace? Would I be right or happy? Would I see the complete neutrality of all events in this world as wisps of a dream being birthed and passing away? Would I see myself whole and complete? For as I look upon the world, I have judged myself. And as I look upon myself, I judge the world. This was the simple secret that I once discovered when I walked upon your planet. It was not about achieving some grand mystical state of consciousness. It was not about acquiring great powers that could attract the attention of thousands. It was not even about being able to manifest, although these powers may indeed often express themselves through the mind as it awakens. It is about accepting the truth that is true always and being determined to allow that truth to be the foundation from which you enjoin each and every moment of your experience. I am awake. I am safe. I am at peace. What do I truly want this moment to be for? For as I decree it, so shall it be. Beloved friends, the way is easy and without effort. You exist to extend your treasure, and your treasure is that which is laid up in heaven through the decision to remember only your loving thoughts, to extend only loving thoughts, and to allow your actions to express or to manifest in the field of time the good, the beautiful, and the holy. Never is your freedom taken from you. Never in any circumstance do you lose the innocent freedom to teach only love, to be the presence of peace, to recognise that the world can give you nothing, just as the world can take nothing from you. When a child goes through a shift of awareness, they come to a point in their maturation process, not by struggle, not by design, not by much processing, and not by any manner of strategies. The child merely, in an instant, looks at the toys that he has been playing with and simply transcends them. The parents come home and the child has taken the toy truck and put it away in the closet. The doll is put on the windowsill and a book is picked up instead. Who makes the change? not anyone outside that child. When you put aside any negative habit, as you would perceive it to be, when you have given up placing value in something that no longer serves you, you merely transcend it, and it is done with. No big deal. No one does it for you. You simply decide. You pull back the value you had placed on it and the objects that were the symbols of what you were valuing merely drop out of your life. In just this way, unenlightenment can be put away as though it were a toy that you have outgrown. By merely looking at all of the effects of unenlightenment and then asking the question, is this what I wish to have continue as my experience? Or am I willing to put the doll on the windowsill and pick up a book instead? 
a book that speaks of life, a book that is filled with wisdom, a book that teaches you how to step lightly in the world, to be in the world but not of it. That book is the depth of your consciousness in which all things are already written. And that depth finds its source in your heart. You enter it through forgiveness, through the process of relinquishing the world. Not hating the world, not despising the world, but simply relinquishing it. You allow your time to serve you in the process of relinquishing what does not serve you any longer and what only disturbs your peace. Commit to awakening to the peace already within you. As you cultivate that practice, you will find that the peace that is already within you that you have touched a thousand times in a million different ways, begins to grow more constant, like the rays of the sun beginning to filter through the fog that has settled into the mountain valley, obscuring the clarity of all things. Your peace descends gently, like a dove, descending, as some would say, through the crown of the head, down through the brain mind, and down even to the heart the abdomen and throughout the cells of the body while the body lasts. Gently relinquishing the world rests on your decision to choose to teach only love because you have realised that when you do not, the effect that you know immediately is painful, conflicted, unfulfilling and that that is what you no longer want. Here, you have begun to transcend the world that you have made and to reclaim the world that was made for you, a world that rests in perfect union, in union of father and son, God and offspring, creator and created. The way is easy and without effort. What value have you ever placed upon the world that has restored to you the peace that you seek? You have mistakenly thought, oh, this automobile will do it. This relationship will do it. This new career will do it. If only I can take a trip to the far corners of the world, then I will be at peace. And so peace never quite comes. A creator abiding in enlightenment knows that all events are neutral, so neutral that they have no effect, except for those who choose to be caught up in illusions. The Creator, awakened, merely creates out of devotion to the mystery of that which has created him or her. The mind of an enlightened Creator does not arise in the morning and say, how can I survive yet another day in this world? In the morning, when an enlightened creator arises, the question is, how this day might I extend the treasure of the good, the holy and the beautiful? How can I, right where I am, experience these treasures even within the space and volume of this body? How can I look lovingly upon what my physical eyes show me so that I discern or extract the good, the holy and the beautiful and therefore give them to myself? The mind of an enlightened creator 
knows that of themselves they do nothing. But in each moment of decision, they can allow the great power and mystery of love to direct their course. They can utilize time to refine their ability to hear only the voice for love, moment by moment, breath by breath, day by day, until time is translated into eternity and the mind rests, reclines in its perfect union with God. Events still occur. The world is still what the world will choose to be. Unaware that there walks in its midst one who is awake, who needs to make no show. They merely are the presence of wakefulness, knowing that in each moment they will now be informed by the guidance of the comforter, the guidance of right-mindedness, the guidance of enlightenment, so that they are no longer attached to fearing, what should I say? What should I do? How will this person take it? How will that person take it? The world is no longer a concern. They experience their very life as an ongoing flowing mystery, as though something else were living through them. This is the meaning of my friend's words. Let that mind be in you, which was in our Lord Christ Jesus. As you would read in your Bible, that mind is the mind of perfect freedom. It does not belong to anyone, but it can be cultivated to flow through you. But only, only if every fibre of your beingness is wholly committed to holiness. You cannot leave a finger outside and get into heaven. All of your mind, all of your energy, all of your gifts, all of your very awareness must become committed to being the presence of peace. This is what no one can do for you. Sitting at the feet of an enlightened teacher will not do it for you. The wisest of students are those that hear the word and put it into practice diligently for themselves. Not for their mother, not for their father, not for their spouse, not for their brother, not for their sister, not for the sake of the planet, not for the sake of the universe, not for the sake of the new dawn that is coming, not for the sake of anything but themselves. For their self is what God created, and that self calls out to you to honour it by separating yourself from the illusions that you have allowed to make a home in your mind and becoming wholly committed to teaching only love. There is no other way. Yes, you can learn to sit in meditation and allow the mind and body to float free to relax. Yes, you can learn rituals that help to focus your attention so that you remember what you are committed to and the distractions of the world do not seem to quite catch you or hook you as much. There are many strategies that you can enjoy and experience, but in the end, it is only this, a quiet choice within that no one recognises, that no one sees and that no one hears. 
This is why I shouted at the Pharisees. Oh yes, you indeed get your reward standing on the street corners, letting everybody know that you are fasting and praying when you should go into your own closet to pray. That is, to be in your own privacy, making not a show, but simply using each moment to reaffirm your commitment to learning all that love is by teaching it. By the word teach, I mean simply that you choose to express only love in each moment. Forgiveness is an act through which you learn what love is that carries you into a transcendence of the world. Sharing only loving thoughts, supportive thoughts, as you look gently upon the Christ in another is a way that takes you into the transcendence of the world. Looking upon all things of this world and seeing their perfect harmlessness, their lack of ability to constrain you or imprison you, is a way that takes you beyond the world. And yet, all of these things rest on the practice of seeking first the kingdom, which means not to believe in me, not to have some theological notion about what God is, not to adhere to a certain religion or a certain church doctrine. The kingdom of heaven is within you. It is the very power of choice. Which pebble will you drop in the pool of your consciousness? Imagine reaching a point where, just prior to every action that you engage, Without ritual, without difficulty, without the grand shows and displays, the burning of incense, the lighting of 40 million candles and all of the Gregorian chants or the rock and roll or whatever you choose, without any of it, in the silent temple of your heart, you make a simple choice. In this moment, I am going to discover what it means to teach only love. It might be a simple smile. It might be to let your eyes gaze at the beauty of a flower and say, ah, it is very good. It might be to eat your breakfast and actually be there while you are eating it, instead of letting your mind run off to the office. Here, beloved friends, is the way to the truth that sets you free. You must absolutely become wholly committed to being awake for no other reason than, than that you have realized you have no other choice. You have already made them all and they have only led to pain. Recognizing the presence of Christ within. Yourself is calling out to be recognized for what it is. An awakened master, the presence of Christ in you that would inform every step, inform every decision, inform the quality of your perception, inform the very nature of your forever expanding transparent consciousness. For it is your consciousness alone that can reach out and embrace all created things until you literally realize that all things have arisen from within you. That is how big you are. That is how grand you are. Why? Because that is 
all you are. You are the ocean from which waves and waves of dimensions and worlds have arisen. That mind is what you are required to let be in you, even as you even as once it was within me, as I walked upon your earth. Do not make it difficult. Whenever you hear of a teacher teaching this or teaching or a teacher teaching that, ask yourself this. Do they offer me simplicity or complexity? Do they offer an ordinary peace or must I have several trappings around me? Do they give me complex meditations and prayers and things to do? Or do they simply remind me of the truth and ask me to rest in it? Will they tell me that I need to go on a thousand pilgrimage, pilgrimages? Or do they remind me that when I make a cup of tea in the morning, heaven is present? If I will remember who is making the tea, Christ is. Be therefore not distracted. For in the end of this age, there is coming forth a whole smorgasbord of those who profess to be teachers of enlightenment, who will guide you into all knowledge. Look carefully. Do they demand of you that you follow them? Do they demand of you that you give up your own discernment? Or do they ask that you look deeper within? Do they ask you, what are you feeling? What do you think? What do you want to do? Are you willing to accept responsibility for the effect? What do you believe? What do you want? You are free. I am equal to you. I am just in the role of a temporary guide for you and someday you will be far beyond me. How do they speak? What do they teach? Is there fear filtering into their words? Do they believe that they must teach you to control the forces of nature, the forces of the mind? Do they teach you to protect yourself against evil? There are many who profess to be teachers of enlightenment, and there will be many more. When you hear these things coming from them, turn and flee from their presence, for you do not need them. You are already beyond them. Ask only, how can I extend my treasure this day and lay up treasures where moth and dust cannot corrupt? That is, where time, materiality, the body and the world cannot hook you. Rather, lay up treasures that are in heaven. Forgiveness, peace, unlimitedness, recognition of your unlimited power, that which brings you joy and puts a smile upon your countenance. Lay up for yourself these treasures and all things shall be added unto you. For there is a way of being in the world that requires no planning or striving, though to enter it does require the relinquishing of fear. To enter it, it requires a commitment to teaching only love until the mind is again whole and undivided. There is a way of being in the world that is not here at all. The body still abides. Yes, you still act just like everybody thinks you act. That is, they know your name, they know where you live. You know which car you are supposed to drive. You know whom you go home to at night. But through it all, 
there is pervaded in your consciousness a transparency as you look upon all things. Whatever feelings arise, come and go. But somehow you begin to recognize that you are much larger than the things that come and go. That you are watching a dance of shadows, a dream, gently passing by, that is gone in a cosmic split second. This does not become a way in which you deny your experience. Rather, it gives you the freedom to embrace it and live it totally with passion and purpose, with power and in perfect freedom. No anxiety, no pressure, just the willingness to dance in the world of dreams while remaining awake. If, in, if indeed you have been putting your five minutes into practice, you are already carrying yourself closer and closer, or perhaps <clears throat> more and more deeply into the transparency I'm describing for you. And that transparency grows to a point you might think of it as a critical mass when suddenly you as a beingness can no longer even hold the thought of yourself as a body in space and time. Then the body simply dissolves away and your consciousness will never experience the limitations of the body again. But you will bring the joys that bodily experience taught you with you for they are imprinted on your consciousness forever. This earth is a beautiful place, but it is only a pale reflection of the radiant, transcendent beauty of the good and the holy that pervades my Father's creation. Love it, embrace it, thank it, but do not cling to it. Learn then to teach only love. A simple practice. Now, to build on what you have been doing, we would simply ask you to add this very simple practice. When you sit in your chair for five minutes abiding as Christ, remembering the truth that has set you free, begin to ask yourself the simple question. This day, how can I extend my treasure? How can I add to that which I am storing up in the heaven of my consciousness? Immediately, you will begin to get pictures, an old friend who needs a phone call, someone to write a letter to. It could be something as simple as picking up your cat, placing it upon your lap and seeing all of infinity in that living being and feeling the joy that comes as you run your hand along its fur. It could be something as grand as going to Washington, D.C. in order to send a blessing to your president. It does not matter what it is, because that voice of love will be guiding your actions. It may be as simple as turning to your spouse and saying, You know, I appreciate you. Whatever it is, let the day not fade away until that action is accomplished or at least set into motion. So the great question is, am I willing to trust the flow from my father's mind? through my own, as that which empowers me to extend my treasure. Yes, it does mean living unlike the way the world lives. Yes, it does mean going against the grain. 
You may seem to need to apply more energy to it at first, as you get the momentum of your mind to turn in another direction, to shake loose all of the sludge that has settled into your consciousness. But I can promise you, if you will take up such a path, simply, joyfully, gently, patiently, the end of your journey is certain. If you choose a path filled with magic and many complex strategies, the end is not so certain. The way is easy and without effort. I am already that which I seek. I need only allow it to guide me. While this body lasts, I will allow it to be a communication device that extends the treasure of perfect love perfect safety and perfect peace to all who enter my house. And your house is your field of energy, the expanse of your presence. Toward the end of your five minutes, look at yourself from within your mind's eye, as though from the day you began this course until now, you have journeyed around in a circle. You have journeyed through many influences of energy, you have engaged yourself in relationship with countless brothers and sisters. You have had thousands of visions and dreams and revelations come to your consciousness. You have had umpteen million opportunities to be disturbed and to lose your peace. You have been like a sojourner, the prodigal son or daughter who has gone out through the realms of human consciousness and now you see yourself completing the circle. Celebrate your rebirth as Christ. Count the days from this day until the 25th of December, or if you're reading these words at another time of year, simply choose a date, approximately seven weeks in the future, signifying for you your date of rebirth. Let each day be seen as a step, a pilgrimage, a completion of a very ancient circle. Let each day be one in which you reaffirm your commitment to releasing everything unlike love in yourself, so that as you come to December the 25th, or your appointed day, you will dedicate yourself to being prepared for it. On December the 24th, or the eve of your chosen day, go to bed early enough and in quiet and in prayer so that you can awaken before the first rays of the new day come to caress the earth. Take yourself outdoors, even if you must bundle up the body. Make haste to a place of vision, a place where you can look out over wherever you live. Let that represent your ability to look out over all of creation. There, turn to face the direction of the arising sun and go into a simple prayer. Close your eyes. Realize that you see nothing through the physical eyes anyway. Stand with the arms at the sides and the palms open. Breathe deeply into the body. Relax the mind and begin simply to say within yourself, Death has occurred and now the birth of Christ is at hand. Father, I accept fully your will for me. Your will is only that I be happy and use time to extend my treasure. Now I receive the warmth of your light and your love.
and then merely stand and wait and receive the warmth of the light. For rest assured, even if the skies are cloudy as the sun arises, there is a change in the energy of the air. If you are quiet, you can feel how it begins to affect the energy sphere of your awareness and of your body. Drink that solar energy in through every cell of your body. Drink it in until you feel your very spinal column warmed. And when the whole body, from the crown of the head to the tips of the toes and down through each finger, is filled with light, then gently open the eyes of Christ and let yourself see a new world, a new creation, a new beginning. Now the journey to the kingdom is over and the journey within it can begin. Graduate school is just around the corner. When you journey back to your home on that December the 25th morning or the morning of your chosen day, do something that celebrates your birthday, not mine, yours. I can handle taking care of my own celebration. Be joyous and celebrate in whatever way you wish and know that the new age, the new day has dawned. Never again will you ever be able to convince yourself that there is an excuse for believing in anything that is less than an enlightened Christ consciousness. Regardless of when you may be reading these words, the same truth applies. Choose a date, approximately seven weeks in the future, to signify your day of rebirth and surrender to this process I have described each day until that day arrives. Your instruction is given. Reflect well on what you have been given, for we have been stepping into some very simple but very powerful initiations that were once given to me as I too awakened to the reality that only Christ dwells within me. Beloved friends, reflect well on all that has been shared. Do not take it lightly, although it is only filled with light. Consider well each phrase, each sentence, and even the spaces between the words, for in those spaces revelations can come. It is time to birth fully the presence of the peaceful Christ within you. Peace be unto you always, and always I am with you. Amen.